0: Now, The Bobby Curran Show on ESPN Honolulu.
1: The Monday edition of the program I'm Bobby Curran along with Tanner Hayworth between us we'll try and bring you the complete world of sports pros colleges high schools other sporting events taking place here with guests and giveaways and your phone calls I I have to get to this because I don't think there's an easier way to say this or a less painful way to say it I think coaches lost though both of those games yesterday that's my, that's my impression. The, the going forward three times on fourth down, unnecessary. You could have tied it up with a field goal with seven minutes left, which would have put you in a much, much different position. I just think that was not a good move on Dan Campbell's part. And then with John Harbaugh, what was the deal with that? He suddenly is going to only run the ball six times. I mean, it's. I just didn't even get that. I'm like, okay, you're not. You are at your bet at, at your best. You're a team that runs the football. You are not. You're a power team. You have a the best running quarterback in the league. Why are you going away from that? I didn't get it. I just think the moment gets big for some guys and. Listen, I'm not saying those are not really good coaches. They've had really good seasons. I don't think they were at their very best yesterday. That's my take. You may have feel differently about it, but I, I wasn't really getting what I was seeing in some cases. And uh, you know, when you're up as much as they were, you're up twenty four to seven in the first half. You've got to do what you're what you're best at. I just think you need to run the ball quite a bit there. I I didn't understand what was that, you know, is, is that trickeration? I don't get what they were thinking on that one. They could have, in fact, you might even say that Detroit should have won that game. I mean, you had, I mean, when you have somebody down, even someone as good as San Francisco and they're down that far, you almost have to let them back in it. And I kind of thought Detroit did that. Uh, I thought they were very interesting games. They're going to be discussed forever, I think. People were talking about who to name the games after, Uh, you know, because of the drops and all kinds of stuff that was going on. Who was that guy that kept dropping the ball, I mean, on Detroit? He just, it was awful. I I felt sorry for him. That's, you don't want to be feeling sorry for somebody after a title game and, you know, when you have a conference championship game, in my, in my mind. Um, they were talking about it on the, on the air this morning when I was driving in, and I was like, you know what? You're right. That is a bad time to have a bad game. And it's like it doesn't mean someone's a bad player. It just means they have a bad game at an inopportune moment. That happens, and it's unpleasant, but it happens because I really thought in the first half of that game, there's no reason to think that Detroit wasn't going to win that. I mean, that was really something. How about the catch? The one catch, though, that I really loved was the one off the guy's face mask. That was incredible. Was that not? I mean, you, that's the kind of thing... You just don't see. And I thought that was that was spectacular. But I mean the guy scores a touchdown the next play. I mean it was it's fifty one yards, but that was the play. I mean it's, in my mind that was really something else. If you have something you want to talk about, go ahead. Uh light it up. Uh two nine six uh eight oh eight two nine six fourteen twenty. Yeah, go ahead. You may is there a goat is there a hero i heard someone say that this is uh mike greenberg he felt like the hero of the game for kansas city was steve spagnolo because the way they handled that baltimore defense but i'm not sure if baltimore didn't help them with that by getting away from their running game i just think that's what they that's who they are i think you need to be not only who you are, but you need to be more of who you are, in a, in a championship situation. And listen, some guys would say if they had hit passes all over the field, okay, all right, this was a great strategy. All right, well maybe, but I I don't find that generally as effective. You've got to be who you are. Then now we get to the very interesting deal on who may be the, uh, who was going to be the presumptive favorite, and uh, I haven't even looked at that yet. I suppose that in my heart of hearts, I think San Francisco probably should be the favorite. I don't know that they will be, because they, I think that Kansas City's just got something about it, and Patrick Mahomes has something about him. Uh, I'm inclined to see, I'm going to look right now to see what the uh, what the pundits think. And as we all know, they're often wrong. How many of them had Baltimore yesterday? Craziness. Robert's on the line. What's up, Robert?
0: Hey, this is, yeah, this is Robert from my Just wanted to say that uh, usually you hear about the referees, you know, how they uh, didn't do a good job. I just want give a shout out to them. And it seems like they did a
1: pretty good job with no calls and the goals they made. Yeah, no, I thought so too. I, I didn't have any issues with officiating in that one, and, and I don't, I don't know if either even, even the losing coaches would say, "Oh, yeah, the problem was the officiating." I, I don't believe so.
0: Yes, I thought the games seemed a lot more interesting without all the calls.
1: No, no question. We don't need as many as we get. I don't think. My, I, I'm in agreement with you on that. All right, thanks for the call, brother and uh, good entertaining games they were good games uh, in my mind i mean i'm not i'm all, i'm all good with the games as they were played except that i did think there was some coaches decisions that might not have been wise so uh, if you you might agree with that you might not but give us a jingle 808 296 uh 1420 the um i i think that you can be, it can get a little large. Someone said the irony, I heard this on ESPN this morning, but they're saying the irony with Harbaugh having the moment been big for him is that he's already won a Super Bowl. I mean, you would think there would be sort of a getting used to it sort of a thing. Uh, I guess not. And, uh, so I, I, don't, I don't even know what to think about that. So let us let me just take a look. I'm trying to find the line for the Super Bowl. Do you see one? Maybe is it just too early for it? I don't know. Did you see one this morning? I haven't either. So maybe the, maybe it doesn't come up yet because usually you see somebody with a line. I, I guess I would say, who would you make the favorite in this thing, Tanner?
2: I guess the 49ers
1: would be a favorite, just judging by seating but it's certainly hard to bet against
0: Patrick Mahomes. It sure is. That's how I see it.
1: It sure is hard to bet against him. I agree with that. I mean, you'd think people would learn their lesson by now because he's quite magical. And so we got more of the, uh, you got more uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey with the touchdown. What do you have, nine catches, something like that? He had plenty catches yesterday. And I just think there's two guys that step up to the moment. When it's big, they're big. And uh, and I'm not shocked by that in the slightest. Go ahead if you have something. Uh, eight, 808-296-1420 is the number. You can call or text on that number. I'm anxious to get opinions. Uh, We're going to have some interesting people to preview the Super Bowl and uh, upcoming later this week. In fact, we'll have June Jones tomorrow. I'm excited about that. And uh, he is. He actually, I think he he thought Detroit was going to play well yesterday. And I would say they did. For the most part, they did play well. I I didn't think that they were overmatched. That's for sure. I, I did think coaches' decisions entered into it. I mean, those things—if if they work, you're going out for it on fourth down when you have a field goal. Okay, if it works, terrific. But if it doesn't, you can take yourself out of a game, and I think that's uh, that's the danger. If that happens, you're sort of in trouble. Let's do this. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll be right back with Cindy Boren from the Washington Post, who. We'll coach the Commanders. We'll be right back on the Bobby Curran Show, ESPN, Honolulu. Welcome back on this Monday edition, the post. It's the post-conference title game, Blues. We want to welcome our guest this morning from the Washington Post. Cindy Bourne is with us. Hey, Cindy, how are you? Hey Bobby, how are you? I don't know what you thought about that. This, I thought there was a lot of coaches. There was some coaching errors in that game that I think were pivotal to the losses by both
3: teams. Uh, specifically, the Detroit Lions, uh, the fourth down decisions by, you know, Dan Campbell. Boy, uh, I might want to play poker with him.
1: I don't know. It's it's an interesting deal that he decided to go for it so often. I just thought, you know what? There's you can live to fight another day by by just running the football. It's your strength. I thought they could have stuck to that in the beginning of the second half with a you know nice lead. Yep. I you know 17 point lead. I don't. I didn't really understand the strategy there. Did they want to and
3: kick a couple, kick a couple of field goals? You'd have uh,
1: another six points on that. I agree. I, that's what. That's how I looked at it. But I'm maybe a little more conservative. You know who's actually conservative in his soul is Patrick Who? Mahomes because yeah, you know, when it gets down to it, he when it gets down to a close game, he is very willing to use the run game. He's not a he's not a gunslinger. He's not a Brett Favre. I I just no. think now he can be. If he needs to be, but that's not his. He just wants to get the game one, Seems like to me.
3: Yeah, he'll turn into a gunslinger when the when the protection breaks down. Uh, when you know people are coming at him, then you know he's scrambling and heaven knows what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, it it you know Campbell did that when he when he didn't play for uh, the tie. You remember after uh, you know when he went for two points, he kept going for the two point conversion. And it's like, dude. Just kick the extra point and go to overtime, you know? I mean this isn't
1: It makes you wonder not, a, When not I see that science. it makes me wonder does the guy have zero confidence in his kicker? Is that what's going on there? I don't really know.
3: No, I don't think so. I think I think he makes these decisions from the from the gut emotionally and in the moment and I I I just think he's got the pedal to the metal the whole time and I, I think You know, sometimes you just kind of have to take a deep breath or have someone on your staff. You know how the coaches will have someone holding them back from going onto the field, you know? Um, Maybe you need someone who says, dude, 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 stop it. Take the points.
1: Yeah. No, Because I do think until about five or six years ago... That was so industry standard in the yes. NFL, guys taking the points. You just didn't see that gunslinger thing very often. And now there's a number of coaches that seem to be going for it all the time. And you cannot last very long. Look at to wit, Brandon Staley. I mean, the guy, some of the guys who yes. are constantly going for it don't have jobs.
3: I think I saw a stat that uh, Campbell in the regular season went for it. 33 in 33% of the options, you know, when he had the option and the NFL average among coaches was something like 20%. So, you know, clearly he's, he's at the outer margins here of of going for this. And, you know, it just, I I get that the game changes and I get that, you know, the analytics are there, but sometimes I'm not the most, um, I'm not the most fond of the analytics.
1: Well, I'm I'm not controlled by them because I think there's a lot of other factors. Right. That what the analytics don't include is nuances of a particular game. And, yeah, and, and exactly. I think that's kind of important.
3: And who your people are, your personnel, you know, they it, what what's inside them, you know, not just their talent, what they can do, what their stats say, but you know, where they are they clutch. I mean, you know, the analytics on Lamar Jackson might say one thing, but look what happens to him in the playoffs.
1: Well, I you know I think some people would say, and I don't totally disagree with this, that it's too too limited a sample to draw strong conclusions. Yeah. Uh, you know, some might say, yeah, but look at this and look at this other playoff game. It's like, well, is that enough? I I, I don't think that is nearly. I'm just watching the replay of that that amazing pass that Brock Purdy threw. Oh. Off the face mask of the Detroit Lion. I mean, holy smokes, that was that catch has to go down in history. That was one of the. I mean, that amazing one to one's me, I might have won the
3: game when when that happened. That's when I said this game is over. They they are going to win. Yeah. That it just felt like a game changing pivotal moment. Like remember the um, the incredible uh, Julian Edelman catch in the Super Bowl. I think it was against Atlanta. There were so many Patriots. Super Bowls who can remember but when he when he caught the ball like inches from the turf, I mean you just knew it's like uh oh uh-oh. you know there are just moments like that that just that you know are going to be
1: indelibly on. printed. Let me get yep. to let me change the subject for a second because okay. I'm finding this interesting. What are you hearing about <laughs> the commanders and the head coach search?
3: Uh, they are bringing in uh, our, our sources tell us Ben Johnson tomorrow. He looked like a pretty good offensive coordinator for the first half of that game uh, for the Lions last night. I am under the impression that it's his job to lose. Wow. However, they're also they're also going to bring in Dan Quinn, who was defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Um, I, you know, I. Not sure i 'd go in that direction, I think ben johnson is is probably the way to go he's thirty seven um, you know I think you need someone i think you need someone like that in this position we you know <laughs> they're going there's going to be a rebuild by um adam Peters the the new general manager and uh, I think you need some some someone fresh
1: well, I also think the trend right now i mean it has been for a while to go with offensive guys yep. so we'll see I you know here's the thing and people say well what about Belichick I I just don't think he's a Josh Harris kind of guy
3: no I don't either he you know the, the problem for him fitting in with the commanders on one hand it's it's a great idea because the commanders are going to have a, a ton of draft picks that the general manager will be making not Bill Belichick um, it's you know, it's wide open with new ownership. Uh, there's cap space. They can bring in people. It, they, they should be built to win eh, fairly quickly. Uh, the problem with it is Belichick brings, I don't know that he brings young minds, new minds. If he brings in, you know, Josh McDaniels and, and oh, I, I don't know, for defensive coordinator Matt Patricia and brings in his sons, you know, I don't think that's going to work. I think, I think you need to, To bring in younger people and I also think that in the NFL right now there's more of a collaborative effort among the coaches among the scouts among the the general manager and that uh, even the owners to a degree and that ain't that ain't Bill Belichick you know he's used to doing things his way in New England and he's always had the final say I just don't see that really working here, and and I'm not sure there are, there is any place it will work now.
1: Yeah, no, you could be right. I also think that the whole idea of just turning this over to a 70 year old and say it's your yes. it's your game, I don't think there's too many owners that are into that anymore.
3: Well, no, and and another question you have to ask is how many years are you going to get out of him? You know, he'll be 72. Um, are you going to get Three years? Four years? Do you really, you know, don't you want A better question
1: might be how many do you want to get out of them?
3: Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, and that's the thing. I, I just think, you know, I just think that's a problem. Uh, I mean, I, it's probably a problem for Pete Carroll, too, uh, who's in roughly the same ballpark, I think, age-wise, as Bill Belichick. I think and, Carroll's uh, you a know, tiny bit older. I think you're probably right off the top of my head but um you know i just think i, I think that's an issue i think why would you know, if i'm an owner i want someone that i know i'm gonna gonna have for five years are you gonna get five years out of 272 year old guys
1: yeah i don't know no i think it's a question although carol looks a lot younger than belichick
3: well and you know my gosh he acts younger he's you know, he's yeah. vigorous. He's he's, energetic, he's more energetic, energetic. energetic.
1: He's all that.
3: <laughs> I think it's the gum, but he's um, more
1: demonstrative. Yeah. He's he in a lot of ways. He just does seem to be a younger soul.
3: Yeah, yeah, but you know, and and also I think at some point, not that you expect your coach to be media savvy, but I really think that that that's just kind of a a tiresome ploy We're on to Cincinnati and refusing to answer questions. You know, okay, you don't have to give away give away your game book or your game plan, but, you know, at some point there has to be a little something, you know, more forthcoming there uh, without having scorn for everyone, which is how Belichick seemed at times. I'm not sure he feels that way, but he seemed that way at times.
1: I agree. No, I think he was not he was not a particularly open guy and i think it wore some people out including people in the media you know he was a, he was a difficult guy to work with
3: and i don't you know i don't mind that i don't think i don't think our sources owe us anything and if they want to be difficult and you know fine but the situation here with the, the commanders is you've got a fan base that's totally alienated and it isn't enough to just go out and win now you need to actually you need to actually go out and shake some hands be, some, be accessible to some people you know there's there's some pr that needs to be done by whomever they they hire as coach
1: uh, and i also think uh that the washington fan base could use a little joy there's not a lot yeah. there's not a lot of joy in mudville uh, i think when the, you get up to uh, oh, uh to the patriots no. No, there, there really wasn't been. for a lot of years
3: and heaven knows there hasn't been any here in uh, 20, probably a good 20 years. Very <laughs> interesting.
1: Very interesting. Hey, Cindy, yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm going to have to call you back if they make this hire of Ben Johnson. You know, we got okay. to find we got to find out how that runs with the fan base.
3: I predict they will be uh, thrilled with it, but, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I've been wrong before, once or twice. stuff so, uh, Yeah.
1: That'll be great. Thanks, Cindy. (laughs) Have a good week. You can meet new recruits, new coaches, and current Hawaii football players at the National Letter of Intent Dinner on February 7th at the Sheraton Waikiki Beach Resort. Individual tickets and tables still available. Go to nacoa.org for more information. We'll be right back. Welcome back on this Monday. We got Sam on the line. Hey, Sam, how are you? Good morning, Bobby. How are you? I'm good. I thought hey, those were— A I thought they great. were entertaining games. I didn't think they were—either one of them were absolute models of uh, great football, but I thought they each had their moments, and they were
4: fun to watch. 100%, Bobby. That Ravens game, first off, man, that play where, where he got the ball tipped, and then Lamar caught his own pass. That was wild, Bobby. Yes, see, that it
1: was. was. That was, that was
4: incredible, man. I thought that kind of play, like how Cindy was saying, when you get certain teams that make plays like that, like the IU catch in the Niners game, it like, kind of indicates that like, this team's going to get this, you know, just those small little window plays. And uh, I just I don't know. Ravens kind of fell off in the end there, unfortunately. I don't know if you can say it's kind of like a cowboy thing. The Baltimore, when they get to the, the playoffs, they just can't make it happen. You know what I mean? Um, we'll see. Uh, the I, I kind of
1: think too small a sample to draw a lot of yeah. conclusions. I don't want to say, oh, Jim yeah. Hart a lousy coach or, or any of no, that, but all all I, I kind of do think coaching decisions can enter. This is where they have a, a thing more so with Dan Campbell's case. Now, you know, as, as uh, Tanner just pointed out, the guy, the field goal kicker, I mean, then you could say, well, then why is he the kicker? I mean, yeah. but if you don't have confidence on the guy to tie it up from 47 yards. That's not a super long field goal in the modern day NFL. It's it's a lot of pressure, but it's not my it's not a long field goal these days.
4: Yeah, and that's what the guy gets paid for, you know that that situation. You know, I mean, I, I get you when he when he passed up on points like that. You can't really you can't really you know say, hey, man, yeah, you had a chance to at least extend the lead, and you chose not to, and it didn't work out. You know, uh, crazy games, Bobby. But I think uh, I think. Kansas City may just take it down man I mean it just seems like, like you're talking earlier Mahomes finds a way on the biggest spots the biggest plays to make it happen you know
1: He's fun to watch I, I'm sorry he but is. I know there are people that have had enough of the Kansas City Chiefs but I really enjoy if it's third and 12 I want to watch him.
4: I mean some of those convergences are they Bobby I mean how, like, he makes the crazy like like I said 15 20 hour conversion on a, on a third and long you' like how does that happen? Yeah. they just makes it happen, you know? It's wild to watch.
1: Man. It's really wild something. Hey, thanks for the call. <laughs> All right, Sam. And uh, if you have something, go ahead. Uh, 808-296-1420. I, I do think there's a lot to come here in this in this Super Bowl. And, you know, where it's only Monday. We're two weeks, almost two weeks away. And I, I do think there's a lot to Of water. That's first of all. This is what you always wonder: Is everybody going to show up healthy? I mean, that's huge. If everybody's healthy, then we could start to really make some, you know, make some strong opinions or conclusions. But very often, somebody gets hurt in the two weeks between the title games in the conferences and the Super Bowl. I mean, not to mention, do we have all the nonsense with the media? I mean, I think it's all fun. I enjoy all that stuff, but I don't know what it's going to be. Now there's big big rumblings on, is Taylor Swift going to be able to make the Super Bowl? Because she's in the middle of her next portion of her Eras tour. So my guess is she's going to show up. Because she's going to view that as sort of her responsibility. And... Let's face it, they do pretty well when she's there. Uh, what kind of people aren't superstitious in the world of football? Almost all of them are. There's going to be fans that would pay for her ticket to go anyway to Las Vegas. Uh, not that she needs anybody buying her tickets. This, I think this should be a good game. I, I think Mahomes and Kelsey, and I think that whole group, Chris Jones, uh, Isaiah pacheco i think that'll be a good game but i, I also think don't don't count out uh, san francisco i mean they have weapons of go-go and i think they could do uh this could be i would love to see a high scoring S- super bowl i don't want to see a, a 7-3 thing or a 10-7 or one of those i would much rather they go up and down the field it'll be more fun to watch it's my take it's, it's about 38 minutes past the hour. If you have an opinion, who wins this game and by how many, I would love to know your thought. Hey, you can change your mind next week depending on developments And uh, because if there is a major injury, I mean, just think of the difference a guy like a Debo Samuel can make. God forbid it should be someone like Patrick Mahomes. But I'm just saying, even a Debo Samuel can make a huge difference. And uh, I just thought, I thought the guys that I expected to come through for San Francisco did. It's McCaffrey, it's Kelsey, you know, it's Purdy. Actually, was Purdy? He was Purdy good. I think you can say. Now he's is he a Mahomes? No, he's not a magician, but he's a good player. And he doesn't seem to get rattled, which is, I think, going to be huge in any Super Bowl. I thought it was big that he didn't get rattled yesterday. You're down 17 points at halftime in a in a ti- NFC title game. I I could see that going sideways on somebody, and it didn't go sideways on him at all. So go ahead and let us know your thought. Who wins that game? Who do you two questions? Who do you think wins? And who do you want to win? I know a lot of people. I know way more 49er fans than I do Kansas City fans. But I like both these teams. And I had that issue uh, yesterday with the Lions and the Niners. I like both teams. So I'm generally rooting for the Niners. And I suppose once they started to come back, I I moved kind of full on. I did feel sorry for Dan Campbell and company. If the reason he didn't go for field goals on a couple of those occasions was because he didn't have confidence in the kicker, my suggestion would be do not pass go, find a new kicker. You, you got to have a guy. You can't go in to the playoffs without a guy that you can trust from 45 yards. Just saying. I just think you need that. Go ahead if you have it. Uh, 808-296-1420. Is the number. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a timeout? When we come back, you can give us anything you have on the upcoming Super Bowl. We'll be right back on The Bobby Curran Show, ESPN, Honolulu. Welcome back on this Monday edition of the program. If you have any thoughts, this is my prediction. I think we'll get more people rooting for the Niners than for the Chiefs and largely based on geographical uh, bias. And we have people, more people who are Chief fans during, I mean, uh, Niner fans during the regular season. So I don't expect that to change for the Super Bowl. But I think people enjoy watching Kansas City. And so I expect these to be you know, this to be a good game. I think both halves will be a good game. I mean and there are people who make their bets, you know, at halftime. If you did that yesterday and you bet Detroit in the first half, man, you creamed it. And then of course you know, exactly flip the script in the second half. Whereas I don't that I don't think that happens all that often. I would say generally, I'd like to look through this historically, but I think generally if you have a 17-point lead at halftime, I'll bet you win 90% of the time. Wouldn't you think, Tanner? I would think that that lead isn't, I think, occasionally but not often lost would be my guess and because uh, that's just a lot of points to make up, which is why if if I'm – uh, you know, if I'm in that game and I'm Detroit, I'm, I'm thinking if I can pick up a few more points, say two more field goals, I'll feel even better about it. That was not their approach. But as Tanner has brought up, that could well be lack of confidence in the kicker. But I kind of think, well, whose fault is it if they don't have a decent kicker? With all the good kickers in the country, you're telling me you couldn't find a guy that's confident from 40 yards? I just don't believe that. I think that's not likely. So that could well explain it. I don't think you can ever hear that from Dan Campbell. It's too much like making an excuse. So I don't think he'll go there. But if you have something and you want to jump in with us, please do. And I'd love to hear it. Now, you've heard by now, I'm sure, that it's a one-point favorite is San Francisco. You may think that's crazy, but that's what it is. John's on the line. Hey, John.
0: Hey, Bobby. How's it going? Going good. What's going on? Hey, uh, man, I was really disappointed. You know, I was tired of the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought I was looking for a lot more out of Lamar Jackson yesterday, and uh, I was just really disappointed in that ball game.
1: Well, I think that you were joined by a lot of people, no doubt. So. That's how it works in these things. I mean, you're never going to make everybody happy, and nor are you going to make everybody a winner. Big well, it's
0: like he, didn't, like he didn't even show up. But, you know, the guy Flowers, when he made that catch and then he shoved that guy back down and got uh, I wanted to reach in the TV and smack him in the head.
1: Unsportsmanlike conduct. I mean,
0: like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So instead of being on the 10-yard line, you're back on the 25? I mean, that was major.
1: No, no doubt. Those are mistakes. Those are mistakes you just can't have. He's a rookie, though, right?
0: Right, but when you're when you're playing somebody in a game like that, you got to play like a lot tighter. Uh, And I felt like they gave those guys the game in the second half.
1: So did I. I mean, I think that very quite clearly. I mean, some of it might have been coach's decision, but there may have been reasons for that. So who knows? I have no idea what he was like, that kicker was like in pregame warmups. It's possible he wasn't hitting anything. In which case, Dan Campbell may have said, our best bet is to go for this. Yeah, it's a tough decision well, to have to make. If, 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 if you in before, fact, you had man, to if,
0: make it. Brandon Staley, same thing, man. It's like, guys like that ain't going to be around for long. I agree with you, but... uh that was another one, but uh, I'm, I don't mind seeing the 49ers in the Super Bowl.
1: No, I, I'm happy to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I, was, I would generally say I was rooting them. But along came Detroit and made that an interesting choice.
0: I Brock pretty sure played bet, uh, better yesterday than I thought he could, though.
1: I thought he was capable of that. We'd seen it other times this season, just not last week.
0: Yeah, that's true. But a he's a nice player.
1: It. Thank you. And uh, I enjoyed that. I thought it was good fun to watch. You might have something that you want to get to right now. And if you do, uh, go ahead and fire it up. I, like, here's the thing. I would say of the four coaches involved yesterday, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Dan Campbell, Kyle Shanahan, I think they're all good coaches. Not saying anyone's not a good coach. I think it's very difficult to get your team there if you're not a pretty good coach. But yet we see decisions made. For example, I didn't think Baltimore, as I said earlier, I didn't think they ran it as much as they could have. I mean, I think when you get you get a little bit of a lead, you gotta run the football. I I just think, especially when that's your stock and trade, and they're a good defense. So shorten the clock if you can. That's just my take on it. I want to have a shorter game and get that thing won. And I'm sure a lot of people. It seemed, as best I could tell, my son works in a sports bar. He kept calling me and saying everybody likes Baltimore. I'm like, well, if anything made me would make me think it's probably going to be San Francisco. I mean, uh, uh, probably going to be Kansas City. It would be everybody going with Baltimore. That would probably do it for me. Because I, I was saying even last Friday, I, I the people who think Baltimore is going to be a runaway, I don't get that. That's just not Patrick Mahomes. He's, uh, he tends to rise up when the time is most important. And I kind of felt that we would see that This, you know, on Sunday, and to the extent we did. That's what he did. He wasn't always in the first half, but in the second half, he took over. That's how it was. Let's go nine minutes in front of the hour. If you have something, go ahead. 296-1420 is the number. And and I'm not saying... I'm, I'm looking forward to having June Jones on tomorrow because I think we'll get a bit of a crisper analysis tomorrow than we're capable of, certainly. It'll be good. It'll be good fun to uh, to hear his thoughts on it because he follows. I know he, was, he wasn't even answering his phone because he likes to pay attention and really watch the game. I'm like that. I don't go to Super Bowl parties anymore. I used to early on, but I found it was too distracting from the actual game. And so I don't care. To do that very much, um, I just think you got to be, especially when you're doing this job. You got to be aware of what's going on. There's nothing. There. First of all, there's nothing else that's as interesting to me as the actual game. Um, I like watching that. I thought that, that we would see a couple of people. Maybe we'd see more of them. Uh, and and who's that? Uh, what's his name again? The lineman for out of the University of Michigan the place of Detroit you know who it is uh Tanner I'm, I'm just going blanking on the name but he is a really good player and I thought we might see some more impact plays out of him and I do think they got the best for the best uh, pick in the draft because I, I wasn't on board with that other Walker guy from George I didn't think he had quite the track record that this kid does and and he could have done more, even. But you got big defensive plays on both teams. It's what we expected. That was good stuff. I mean, I, I want to see. I like scoring, but I also want to see a good defensive game on both, on both players' parts. We are both teams' parts. We got Paul on the line. What's up, Paul?
2: Uh, hey, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you for um. Taking our calls today, I agree with John. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to admit I'm a Ravens fan, and I don't know what the heck happened yesterday. Uh, Lamar, he really laid that egg, didn't he? he? You know, they had the home field advantage. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I don't know what happened there. I think, and you know what, Bobby, I think he's stuck there now. They extended his contract. He seemed to have doubts whether he was going to stay there or not. He's stuck there. You're looking at a Dallas of the East there, and I, I don't know. As a Ravens fan, I don't know what I don't know what to think going forward. But uh, if I can focus on Brock Purdy, you know, this this guy is underrated. If Nick Saban really said what he did about him, uh, you know, that he had a he had a mediocre arm and all that, uh, I hope people are just eating their words today and. Um, Last thing, yeah, I, I know I mentioned this before. Yeah, I don't go to the Super Bowl parties either. I can't stand the, you know, why are they kicking here questions and all that. I got to watch that by myself. Yeah, uh, no, have I find a good that, day, Bobby.
1: Okay, thank you for the call. I, I can watch it with a couple of other people, but not with a big group. Uh, that just doesn't work for me. I haven't done that in a long, long time. I had one at the house once, and, in fact, it was the uh, – it, wasn't, it was when I was sharing a house with this woman, and, uh, and we lost the TV. Remember that Denver and New York? The TV went out here, so everybody had to listen to radio, which I found kind of fun. But most people were out of their minds about it. Everyone trying to find out how long, how far and wide is the power outage. And, you know, all of those kinds of things. I'm like, P- pay attention to the game and uh, especially when it was the New York Giants going to win that game, I was thrilled about it. It's uh, 55 minutes past the hour. If you have something, you probably last chance to call in. You got a winner between Kansas City and San Francisco? Tell us who it is and by how many. And uh, we should have come up with a contest for, uh, for the next two weeks. Somebody will hit that almost dead on the head. That usually happens when we've had a contest like that. Someone will hit it. 808-296-1420 is the number. If the, uh, I guess my sons were outraged that I referenced a commercial a couple weeks back. And then they said, what commercial was it? Dad, and I said, I can't even remember. But I, you know, they just said, commercials are out. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever. If you want young people listening, don't reference a commercial. They don't watch them; they skip them. That's how that works. I said, okay, all right. I guess I can. um, I'm I'm young enough. I can still learn. There you go. And a couple of things. Uh, The Rainbow Warriors kicking off spring practice today, so they'll be up at the uh, at the practice fields and getting it going. I think that's great. I love the fact that the excitement from the new staff members and they got some new players in. And I want to get my first... I can't wait to get my first look at Micah Alejado. And by the way, there is uh, the Sports Animals up next, Chris and Gary. They'll have some takes on the game as well. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. June Jones, our guest. Uh, Stay with us because we got good things going on all through the next two weeks. For Tanner Hayworth, I'm Bobby Curran. Aloha.